Good afternoon guys and welcome to another episode of Muscle Queen Weekly. We have now got to episode number three, Therese, Trio. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in if you are. So today's episode is going to be short and sharp, two topics. The first topic is talking about a question I get asked a lot, probably being asked like 150 plus times. Second topic is just something that me and my client just suddenly started discussing in between sets today, which I thought was an awesome topic. So, number one, the question I got asked, this, so I got asked this question on Tuesday, I was in the gym working out, the football was on, so it was absolutely dead, loved it, there was literally no one in the squat rack area or in the free weights, so I was like, right, okay, I need to get my squats in and the rest of my programmed workout for that day, so found a corner, kept myself to myself, I love working out in a sports bra and just some shorts, <laughs> I've got it from um, the typical CrossFit, just strip off and then start working out just because you get so sweaty. <laughs> anyway, I did notice that as I was squatting, I did look particularly lean on that day. Might be slightly dehydrated, but at the moment, my body composition as a whole is, is pretty good. And it's because my, my training volume is a little bit higher than normal, um, and I'm eating really well. So whilst I'm working out, a gentleman comes over and he's like, oh, how do you get abs? And in my head, I did the biggest eye roll ever, but I didn't do it in person because that's just rude as hell. Um, but he just genuinely wanted to know. And obviously, with the job that I have, you know, I just took some time to get some information from him first. So I discussed his lifestyle, what his stresses were like and what his training was like. And the responses were the same responses I get every single time. So Monday to Friday, really restrictive. Come the weekend... Everything goes out the window, 10 to 12 pints per night out, takeaway food, all that stuff, wash, rinse, repeat, get ready for Monday again. And that, that cycle in itself, it's, it's so damaging and there's, there's so much information out there now to explain as to why. I'm not going to go too much into depth with it because um, it'll just take too long. But from that, I was like... Give him some advice as to how to change it up. And I thought, oh, well, if I do a podcast episode, then it'll help change people's perceptions of, of that question itself. So how do you get abs? Now, when people ask me this, a lot of people assume that I spend at least an hour a day doing just ab exercises. It's honestly like I only do ab exercises if I've been programmed them from either of my coaches. And it's normally just to support... Um, general weightlifting or mainly actually gymnastics movements like handstand push-ups, handstand walking, pull-ups, vice versa. It's it's not something where I've got an ab-specific moment. You know, yeah, there's there's workouts that I do that, that target those areas more, but it's more just to support my body as a whole rather than having a 30-day ab smash session of get abs in 30 days. Like, I hate abs like that. And the reason why that I do is because it makes people think in a certain context that the more you work out in that one particular area, that your body fat is going to reduce from that area. And that's a huge misconception. It's something that I see in the gym all the time. And obviously, if people don't know the better, they're going to do the same. So a very typical one that I see is that people have either got like a, a dumbbell in one hand or a kettlebell or a plate and they're doing the typical oblique crunches to the side so they're leaning over to the side and they're squeezing coming back up you can see the pain in the faces because of them about 2,000 and it's burning like hell and it 
it tends to be ladies that do this because we ladies naturally we tend to hold fat around the love handle area the top of the thighs and the butt and it's when I do see this it does sadden me a little bit because people still think that they need to do 2,000 or so of those just for the body fat to go. Now, what you need to think about is when it comes to your body composition, so basically your body composition is a posh term for your percentage of body fat compared to muscle mass in the body. So obviously if your body fat is lower, you're going to look leaner because it brings out your musculature, so how how your biceps look and how your abs look. And the only reason that your abs will start to pop out is because if your body fat percentage gets down low enough, especially around those areas, you're going to get more definition. And it's something that when I talk to people about this, I say, you don't have to do specific ab exercises to pop those abs out. You need to bring your body fat percentage down as a whole. So you need to lose weight as a whole, not just around that area. It's just there tend to be areas within the body where it's a little bit more stubborn due to stress or hormones, vice versa. But as a whole, you need to drop a few more pounds. Now, people ask me, well, how to do that? There's three points I'm going to talk about that basically helps me stay as lean as I do. So number one, predominantly weightlifting and CrossFit. So I absolutely love training. I love it. And I've been so invested in it for so long because I always do something that I enjoy. If I don't like doing something, if I really hate it and detest it, I'm not going to do it. Because if I do that, I'll start to resent being there. Yes, there's workouts that I do sometimes that get programmed from my coach where they work my weaknesses and I don't tend to like them as much, but I still enjoy the grind of trying to get better. And I think what I want you guys to try and get out of is that thinking that you have to go into the gym and do like a hundred of these crunches on each side to get rid of that body fat in the area. What you need to do, just go in, do some full body workouts with finished off with a little bit of a conditioning session at the end. So, you know, like, I don't know if you've got any battle ropes in your gym, like ball slams, burpees and some sprints and treadmills, anything like that just get into a routine that you actually enjoy. So try some new lifts. So I don't know if you want to try squats, deadlifts, bench press, whatever you want to try, go for it and then get invested in it and just enjoy your training because that means that you're actually going to go because you, you love it. Number two, it's all about having a balanced and sustainable diet. So I don't go to the gym and work as hard as I do to then ruin it for when I get back home and just eat like crap. And the main reason for that is because if you aren't creating an energy deficit within the body, so that just basically means that you're burning more energy than you're taking in. Obviously, if I just eat junk food all the time, I'm not going to feel that great and I'm going to look like crap as well because I'm just feeding my body with crap food. And the reason why that I look the way I do now is because I actually have a sustainable diet. So I play it into the fact that, you know, sometimes me and my best friend, we like to go for a few pints and go for a meal somewhere. Um, Every now and then I like to go out for a meal or actually go out on a night out for someone's birthday. I'll plan that accordingly within my week rather than being so restrictive that on the weekend, I just literally want to eat the world like a bottomless pit. It's all about finding the balance and being sustainable with your diet. Don't be too restrictive. As soon as you restrict yourself too heavily, you're just going to relapse. And that's what most of you guys tend to be doing when you're talking to me and you're asking me about 
how I look, how I do. You're so restrictive and you don't actually have a diet that you enjoy. So when it comes to the weekend, you just overeat like there's no tomorrow. If you want more information on that, drop me a direct message on Instagram. I'll give you the details after. Anyway, number three, hard work in and out of the gym. So just putting those two points together, work hard in the gym, get a good workout in, and then make sure that you fuel yourself properly outside the gym. So get a good amount of protein in, get plenty of veggies and salads and greens in there, and get some good sources of carbs like sweet potato, a little bit of rice and pasta, vice versa. There's actually some information going to come up on my page today about how to portion your meals appropriately and I think it's something that if you guys just take this simple trick on board that you'll you'll see huge differences um and that's about it I love my training I train really hard if you want to see me train hard you can check out my personal page it's not something that I put on my personal training page because it's more about educating you guys on what to do I train hard and I love it so that means that I've kept up to it number two I make sure that my diet is sustainable and it's balanced. So that then means that I'm never overeating pretty much. And number three, I just marry those two together. And it's about the hard work you put in and out of the gym. That's it. I'm not doing a 30 day ab app routine or anything like that. Those three points there sums up how I look, how I do now. Second topic I'm going to talk about. That's a huge rant that. God. <laughs> anyway, second topic, just really briefly. And if anyone's got any more questions or any thoughts on this, please feel free to message me. So me and my client were talking today in between the sets and I can't remember how we got around to doing it. But we started talking about how in the old days, if you were poor, you were really thin, obviously because you couldn't afford to eat. Whereas if you were rich or you were pretty well off, you tended to be quite big. Whereas now, if you have a low income, people tend to be a little bit bigger. And if you've got a higher income, you tend to be smaller. And I think it's something that was just really interesting in terms of talking and or sparking, should I say, sparking thoughts about how food, the food industry has really changed. Because back then, nothing be, could be made at an industrial level to make it cheaper. We've completely flipped that now. And junk food is the thing that's costing us nothing and the healthier stuff is actually more expensive. So if anyone ever tries to go to a supermarket, you'll know because you've been. If you try and go get organic, this, grass-fed, that, your supermarket bill is going to be like 70 quid. With that being said, I don't think you have to be well off to be in shape now. And obviously I support that because I wouldn't say that I'm well off myself. I'm just just like you guys where you're pretty much living comfortably month by month. Um, you've got supermarkets like Aldi now. I, I go to Aldi every week and I don't even spend, sometimes I spend around £40, but at the max £35. And I'm able to get, you know, things like avocados, plenty of greens, veggies, minced meat, prawns, chicken, turkey, eggs, everything. And I don't spend a, a lot of money on food. And I'm still able to look how I look now without having to spend a fortune. So I think things are getting better in terms of you don't have to be well off to eat well. I think the issue now is that we've we've gotten past the point of if you're poor, you're bigger and if you're well off, you're in shape. Like, yeah, um, memberships cost money too. But the gym that I work at, Pure Gym, it's an affordable gym. 
So again, that's another that's another option for people where if they feel like they haven't got the money, you can go to a cheaper gym. Or on YouTube, loads of people have their own channels on bodyweight workouts at home. Um, there's actually outdoor gyms now as well. I've got one back home actually where I sometimes go for a little mess around. Um, but there's so many more options now. I don't think it's a case of you have to be well off to be in shape. You just have to know what to choose to eat in to fit within your income lifestyle and how you can optimize getting a good amount of physical activity and exercise in that fits within your budget and that's definitely something that's can be achieved nowadays but anyway I, just just a brief discussion on that I just thought it was really interesting how the the cards have flipped from if you were poor you were thin compared to now if you're poor you tend to be bigger and it's because you've got places like Iceland and farm foods where it's just so cheap to get especially if you've got family as well it's just so cheap to get a huge box of 12 processed slab burgers and you can you can feed them for such a long time it's it's mad it's absolutely mad but I think things are changing for the better if anyone's got any thoughts on that or if they've come across experiences personally where when they was younger and if they if they tended to be poorer that they were bigger and then as they've um gotten older and they've educated themselves more and they're making better choices that they're losing weight by all means feel free to get into touch it's something that happened to me when I was younger as well and it's happened to a lot of families that I know in the area that I grew up in and I think now things are taking a turn for the better um especially when we've got places like Aldi and all that and especially local markets where you can get loads of healthy stuff for much cheaper than the overpriced bollocks organic stuff and grass-fed this grass-fed that anyway short and sharp one from me if you've got any questions from what i've discussed today please feel free to message me as always i hope you guys have a great day looks like the sun's put its hat on right now but i'm going to go out and enjoy it and do a workout as always all the best and i'll see you until next time bye bye